This is a sheer on the Kutisiches, Chedek Yudches, Pinchas, and it's going to be the fourth Sicha, Sicha Dalit. The Sicha Ibtachon, so the Rebbe says like this. This is a Sicha that's based on the Zohar and more individual, more particularly the Rebbe's father's Pirush on the Zohar. In the Zohar, it says on this, in this week's parasha, the saying of our Chazal of our sages. Which is from the Gemara in Baruches Tavdalah. So the Zoya says, Anybody who says the chapter of Tehillim Tehillah LeDavid every day, three times, you we are familiar with it as Ashrei Yeshve Veisecha, because the chapter of Tehillim that starts Tehillah LeDavid is preceded before that by the chapter in Tehillim that says the end of the previous chapter says Ashrei Shekochale Ashrei Shashar Hashem LeKov. Those two psukim, and then Tehillah Ledavid. But the the Perikatilim is Tehillah Ledavid. Again, we'll refer to it as Ashrei, I guess, because that's how we're we're familiar with it. The third pasuk that we say in our Tefillah of Ashrei is Tehillah Ledavid. If you say Tehillah Ledavid three times, the, the the chapter of the psukim, the Perik of Tehillah of Tehillah Ledavid three times, Iu Bar Almedaasi, you are a Ben Elam Haba, you are a person of the world to come. You get your place in the world to come. Um. And the Gemara is the Zoya explains that Trezimni twice saying Ashrei Tilal David is an obligation. For what? That's obligatory in order to earn for ourselves Mezayna Uparnasa B'chalyeima sustenance and Parnasa support, godly support every day. Mezayna literally, literally means food. Parnasa means sustenance. So that's why we say twice. And the third time is not because there's an obligation to say, in other words, that we need to be requesting. We need to say it in order to elicit those broches of Mezoinam and Parnasa. But it's begin Shvacha. It's in order to give additional praise to Hashem. So by saying it three times, you become a Ben Elam Haba, a person who's worthy of the world to come. So the, my father says that ever, the, my father explains in his notes to the Zoyar, that saying Tehillah David three times is like the three tefillahs, the three prayers that we have daily. That's what Rashi brings actually in Shas. Rashi on the Gemara says that it's Shalish Pa'amim. Why is saying Ashrei significant three times can corresponding to the Shalish tefillahs, to the three prayers, Shachas Min Chamer. And then the Rebbe's father adds the same way that the two tefillahs, Shachas Min Chazeh, are obligatory. And tefillahs arvis is the truth. Tefillahs arvis is voluntary. Because there's a machleik, is in the Gemara. Was the obligation of Mairev places an obligation? Or is it obligatory? It's based on the fact that we have, in this week's parsha of Pinchas, we have a sakeves you have the lamb. Brought in the morning, lamb brought in the afternoon. That's the korban tomit shel shachar, korban tomit shel ben arbaim. So we have the two obligatory korbanos. If there was leftover things to be burnt on the mizbeach, they did it at night. So corresponding to that, there are two obligatory tefillahs, prayers corresponding to two obligatory korbanos. And then there's the night one, which was um, optional. If there was a need to burn on the on the mizbeach at night, they would carry out, continue the burning on night. Similarly, we have tefillahs arvitz, which is optional, so to speak. Because, by the way, I don't want to get mislead anybody. Ha'idna, already Chazal tell us that now in our times, it says in, already in the earliest sources of Aloha, our times, 
we accept it upon us uh, as chayva, as obligation. So, for basically, for all intents and purposes, for us, Ma'ariv is also an obligation. However, in the Gemara, there's a machlekes. Is it a shush or is it chayva? So, the same way that these two tefillahs, Mincha and Shachris, are obligatory and tefillah service is optional, voluntary. So, similarly, saying Tehillah David corresponds in, the, in that way as well. Twice is obligatory to say. And one time is in order to give shavach, is in order to give uh, praise to Hashem. And just, that is just like the fact that Philas Arvis is Rishus. Now, remember, we're not saying the Ashrei by Arvis. We'll do that later. We're saying the second Ashrei. We're saying twice Ashrei in Shachris. Remember, we say it after Baruch Sha'amar, before Yishtabach, in Pesukit Zimra. We also say Ashrei after Shemana Esrei, before Uvalitzir. Right? And then we say it in before, before Shemana Esrei. But it corresponds, the three times correspond to two obligatory ones and one for Shvach and one for praise to Hashem, which is corresponding to the two tefillahs that are obligatory and the one tefillah that's Rishos. Based. It's a Machtzedek, writes a little bit differently. Basically, what we're going to be doing here is the Rebbe is going to show that Tzamech Tzedek says a little bit different and ask why the Tzamech Tzedek why the Rebbe's father says differently than the Tzamech Tzedek. How do we reconcile them? Okay, so let's see what the Tzamech Tzedek says. In his notes on Tehillim, there's a, 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 a Tehillim called Tehillim Yahel Oyer, which is a Tehillim with the notes of the Tzamech Tzedek on it. So he brings the Rashi, that three times Tehillah Ledavid is corresponding to the three Tehillahs. And he asks, according to that, we should have said, Tehillahs, in my we also should have said Tehillah Ledavid. Why do we only say it in Mincha and in Shachis, twice in Shachis, one in Mincha. So others, before the Tzemach Tzedek, we got the Tzemach Tzedek answer, the Rebbe brings other answers. Others answers that Philos Arvis is, and the Tzemach Tzedek brings, brings these answers apparently. Others answer that Philos Arvis is not a time for saying Ashrei, because it says, there's a saying uh, brought in Sifre Kabbalah that you can look in the, the Rebbe's Ha'or, he brings it um, that um, Originally, it is from uh, the Rikanti. Rikanti is a Sefer Kabbalah. There's Ein Zman Tfilor, Tehillah Balayla. The time of davening, or particularly the time of giving praise to Hashem, is not at night. Or another reason, because we don't say Kedusha, the Kaddish, 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 we don't say it by night. We don't have the repetition of the, uh, of the, of the Shemineser. And Ashrei has a connection to Kedusha. This is based on what the Mashah says, <coughs> that we say... Uh, Right, we say Ashrei twice in Shachris because Shachris you have Kedusha in the repetition of Shemana. So you also have Kedusha in Uvalitzian. We we talk about the order of Kedusha as said by the Malachim. We say it also in Uvalitzian. So we have it twice in Shachris. We say twice Ashrei in Shachris, once in Mincha. But by night we don't have any Kedusha. So the Ashrei is connected with Kedusha. We don't say it by Kedusha. We don't say it in the evening. So that's another answer, and that's why. We say twice in Shach, it's not in Arvis. But the Tzamech doesn't want to accept that Tzamech Because whatever, whatever way you look at it, it's questionable. If the whole enactment of the third time saying Tzamech is because corresponding to Ma'ariv, if you say it's corresponding to the three Tzvilas, so it doesn't have any place to say that we should say not in Ma'ariv, but twice in another Tzvilah corresponding to Ma'ariv. Yeah? And if... Taka, Ashrei has no place in Mairiv, so even though there's three tefillahs, but 
<laughs> we don't have to say a, an ashray corresponding to Meir because ashray doesn't have any place in Meir. So we should just say twice ashray for Shachas and Mincha. Right? So if it belongs, to, if Meiriv has a connection to, 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 to Ashrei, so say it by Ashrei. If it doesn't, then don't add another time in Shachist corresponding to Meiriv. So that's why he doesn't take those two answers. So the Tzemach Tzedek therefore answers, what the, when the Gemara says, anyone who says Tila David three times is a Ben Elam Haba. It's only according to the opinion that holds that Philas Arvis is a Cheva, Philas Arvis is obligatory. And Taka, he holds according to that opinion that says Philas Arvis is an obligation, you would say the third time Ashrei in Meiriv. However, we who the halacha, the way we paskin in the Gemara and Shukhnarch is that Tfilas Arvis is a Rishus. It's just that we have accepted, Klali so accepted it upon himself as, as, as an obligation. But really, it's voluntary. So then Ashrei, that we say, we don't say Ashrei before Mairev. And Taka, according to that, the Gemara will, will uh, if, if, according to us, that we say Tfilas Arvis is voluntary Rishus. And that's the halacha. So Taka. The t- saying of Ashrei twice is enough to become a Ben Elam Haba. The Gemara that says you have to say it three times is according to the opinion that Tfilas Meirev is an obligation, and you say Ashrei by Meirev. According, however, to the opinion that Tfilas Arvis is Rishos, you don't say it by Meirev, and you don't have to say it at all the third time. And as he explains, though, afterwards in Chassidus, that I, so why do you say it three times? Uh, sorry. As he explains, sorry, jumping the gun. As he explains, in, in, according to Chassidus, that saying to little David, in Shachas and Mincha, automatically achieves that whatever others say you should have said by Meir, according to the opinion, it says it's an obligation, you should have said Asher and Meir, but it becomes achieved Me'elav of, of its own. So you will ask, one second, so why are we saying it three times? We are of the opinion that Tvilas obviously is a shoes. It should be enough to say it twice. Says the Rebbe continues in square brackets here. The fact that we say Tila David three times, twice in Shachis, it's not to become a Ben Elam Haba. According to the opinion that Tila Sarvis is Shus, like we hold, it's enough to say it twice. It's just, we shouldn't miss over this opportunity to say Ashley three times, as we're going to explain what is the function of it if it's, if, if, if Arvis doesn't, is not required at all. So we have to understand, how does it fit what. The Rebbe's father says that the third time saying Tilla David is like Tfilas Avis Rishus, which that means that even according to the opinion that Tfilas Avis is Rishus, is voluntary, you still have to say three times Ashrei in order to become a, a, a Ben Elam Habo. Saying not like the Tzamach Tzedek. Tzamach Tzedek said that basically according to the opinion that Tfilas Avis is Rishus, then it's enough to say it twice to be a Ben Elam Habo. The Levik, the Rav Levi Yitzchak, the Rebbe's father is saying, that in order to become a Ben Elam, that the third time saying Arvis, the third time saying Ashri is corresponding to the to Arvis, which is Rishus. In other words, even if you say Arvis is Rishus, you have to say it the third time to become a Ben Elam Haba. But it's just that it's not an obligation. It's not in order to get something. But it's for Shivcha. It's just purely praising Hashem. Just like Philav Mairiv is Rishus. It's not, it's not uh, obligatory in the sense that it's not a, 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 it's so to speak done as extra credit, so to speak, like shvacha, like praise. How does that fit, though, as said ever, with what the Tzemach Tzedek says? You all remember, of course, Tzemach Tzedek is the El Tzedek of Rebbe's father. Rebbe's father is a great-grandchild of Rabbi Baruch Sholem, the first, the Bechayr of the Tzemach Tzedek. How does that fit with his great-great-grandfather's pirush that, according to the opinion that Tfilas Arvis is a shul, so it would be enough to say it twice to Yilad David. 
Also, we have to understand. So, first of all, we want to understand, just to clarify. Tzemach Tzedek says clearly that if you have the opinion that the Gemara that says you have to say it three times, it's because that's the opinion that there's three obligatory tefillahs. If you say there's only two obligatory tefillahs, tefillahs obviously is a shus, not obligatory. Take To become a Ben Elamab, you have to say only, only, actually, only twice. The Rebbe's father seems to be saying, says very clearly, that the three times we say Ashrei is twice obligation, and one corresponding to Mariv, which is Rishus. That means that Mariv does have some kind of association with Ashrei. Seems different than what the Tzemach Tzedek said. Three. Gimel. We have to understand. According to the explanation of Tzemach Tzedek, that according to the opinion, that, which is the opinion of Halacha, that Tfilas Aris is Rishus, so he says it's enough twice, saying Tila David. So then the question is, but still we all... We daven and then siddur, we say it three times. Why do we say it twice in shachas? Ah, what the Tzemach Tzedek says, the reason we say it three times, twice in shachas, is not to skip over saying Ashrei three times, or to say, use Eishis HaKabal and Chsidus, that, um, which what the Tzemach Tzedek says there, that Tikno Lema B'Shachas based Pa'omim, they made an enactment to say it by Shachas twice, Similar to the fact that we see the Pasuk says, Pasuk Yenavi that says, Yaakov that redeemed Avraham. What does that mean? Yaakov is the midah, the third midah. Avraham is chesed, Yitzchok is gvura, Yaakov is tiferes. Tiferes is a blend of chesed and gvura. However, tiferes can bring chesed where Avraham can bring chesed. The way it's used in Tanya, in a very practical way is, that if there's somebody that you're not able to have chesed for, you're able to have rachamim. The third midah is called teferes, but it's also called rachamim. You're able to have mercy. Think of it in a very simple analogy. Um, somebody really, really, you can't find anything redeeming about, then you can call on the midah of rachamim and say, oh, can you imagine what a pity it is on that person who's so, so, so unredeemable? And then you'll be able to treat him with chesed. So tiferes, the midah of Yaakov, although it blends chesed and gevurah, it has a tilt towards chesed. So that's why shachis, which is chesed, you were already saying twice. Actually, one of them corresponding to Mairev, because even though Mairev is the third midah, Yaakov, Tikin, Tfilas, Arvis, nonetheless, it has an association to chesed. So that's what the, the Tzemach Tzedek says in Eisi Sakabola. But this itself requires explanation. Since through saying Tila David twice, you become already, according to the Tzemach Tzedek, if Tzvila Savish is Rishus, you become already by saying twice a Ben Elam Abba. Why? Because the saying of Mairiv, whatever, whatever Ashrei has to achieve, Mairiv is already done, Me'elav is as if it was achieved on its own. So why should you say it at all the third time? Good, you explained why you say it. In Shachas the third time, the Tiferes, connection with Chesed, the morning Tzvila, but why do you have to say it the third time? So we can explain. So basically, according to the Tzemach Tzedek, that says that the opinion that you have to say three times to be a Ben Elam Abba is only the, according to the opinion that the three tefillahs are all obligation. But if you say tefillahs Abba, it's enough twice, so why do you say it a third time? And we have to reconcile that the, that the Rebbe's father seems to say that even according to the Manda Omer, the Shuls, we still need to say Ashrei a third time, we just don't say it by Mairev. It's a machzadik, it seems, that if you say tefillahs Abba, why should you say it a third time at all? So, there's something going on here. So, Rebbe says, we could say that there's a difference between the Shas and the Zoya. But first, because the Tzemach Tzedek is commenting, he wrote his Pirish on what the Shas, what the Gemara says in Baruchis, that whoever says three times, Tilo David is a Ben Elam So Taka, according to the Shas, the Tzemach Tzedek is ascertaining that if you hold it twice, 
both tefillas obligatory and not ma'ariv, ma'ariv is a shus, there's no place for saying tehillah l'davar ma'ariv. And not even to say it by shachas instead of ma'ariv. However, my father says that I've come to explain the day of the Zoya. Zoya is primus atayr. So then, according to Zoya, is number one, even if you say tefillas ma'ariv is a reshus, there's room to say tehillah l'davar there. However, it's still David says as a praise, not as a, as an obligation. And two, this saying of Tilal David, even though it's corresponding to Ma'ariv, it belongs in Shachis. And that's why, square brackets here, that's why the Tzamach Tzedek, also the Tzamach Tzedek concludes, nonetheless, let's, in order not to skip out saying Ashri three times, we say it by Shachis. As he explains that there's a connection between Mayrib and Shachis, again, as we said, Yaakov's Tiferes, Tiferes, Benz, has a lean towards Chesed, Chesed is Shachis. So that's why we say the Mayrib, Ashri, and Shachis. Because, so why does the Tzemach Tzedek say that? If, if we're of the opinion that Mayrib is Shus, twice is enough. No, because here we're speaking not about the enactment in its, in its pure sense, which Taka, because there's only two obligatory prayers, it's enough twice. But here we're speaking here about Pnimi Yisrael because as you see, that some of Tzedek added with the thing about Tiferes and so on. So we're already talking about Pneumius, about the inner workings. And according to the Pneumius of things, even if you say Tfilas Avis Rishus, we do say Tehillah of it three times. So Gemara, pure Gemara, should only be saying Tehillah of it twice. Um, the, the Tzemach Tzedek says the reason we say it a third time has to do with Pneumius. Even so, the Tzemach Tzedek is commenting on the Gemara. So he says it one way. The, uh, that his father's commenting on Zoya, so he says that the third time is corresponding to Mayrav. As we'll see, there's a subtle difference here. Hey, so we'll understand this by first explaining what the Tzemach Tzedek says. By first prefacing the words of Tzemach Tzedek, the Tzemach Tzedek says like this. Anan de Kaimel and Tfiris Avish Rishus. We hold Tfiris Avish Rishus. Lochein and Avrim Ashri Kedem Tfilas Avish. That's why we don't say Ashri before mine. Why? Because the Tzemach Tzedek is saying that the Pu'ula, the achievement that is achieved through saying Tehillah David through Ashrei, will definitely yun shach love It's going to be drawn down on its own. On this we understand the fact that we don't say Tehillah David by Ma'ariv, according to the Mandama, that Bechotulas Ma'ariv is, is voluntary. It's not because there's no purpose to say Ashrei. Because Sometimes you won't say it, you know. Ma'ariv uh, Rishus means that there are some instances where, where Ma'ariv wouldn't be said. No, that's not why we don't say Ashrei, because it's Rishus. But Tzemach Tzadik is saying that Milachat from its very outset, you don't have to say it a third time by Ma'ariv. Because even though you're davening Ma'ariv, you're not relying on the fact that it's Rishus. You're doing as we do today, davening Ma'ariv. But that Hamshach is going to be drawn down on its own. So we have to understand how. One, one second. The same way you just said that Tfilas Arvis is Rishus. Yeah? Because why is Tfilas Arvis Rishus, by the way? What's the purpose that's not an obligation? Behind the scenes, the reason is because the Yichud, you know, the word Yichud means unification. Um, we say before davening, before Baruch Shama, and many others say before every mitzvah, joining Akadosh Baruch Hu and Shrinta and Shrinah. There's, a, there's a, a, a fusion that we create through doing davening, through doing mitzvahs, which is basically the fusion of heaven and earth. We represent the efforts from below, and when we're doing a mitzvah, we're carrying out the word of Hashem from above. Bringing those two things together creates a fusion. 
a bond. In a very simple Asius, when mother and father come together, there comes the birth of a child. So Bechlal, Hamshocha, when, when we, the, the, the way to draw down new light, to draw down new things, is through what we call doing a Yichud. The word Yichud is very, very much used in, 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 in Pneumis Atar and Kabbalah. But anyway, the Yichud of, of, of Arvis, of the davening of Meir, what the person achieves, is achieved automatically. Once he already makes the preparations and davens properly, Shachis and Mincha, an evening, davening, the, 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 the drawing down of light that happens through Meir is done automatically. You wouldn't really have to dav Meir, it's a shus. However, the Chachovim still made a voluntary prayer called Meir. And therefore, if there's a Meir, there should also be an Ashrei. There should have at least been a voluntary ashray. In other words, same way Mairiv is, is voluntary, the Mairiv should be built in a way that there's ashray. Now, especially now that we have Ha'idna, Kavua, Tfilas Arvis Cheva, these days, Tfilas Arvis has been accepted, has been fixed as an obligation. And this is quoted from the Tur and the Altarebbe Shukhanaruch. So that's clearly, it's not a minik today. Let not, nobody get confused. It's a current minik to have Mairiv. No, it's halacha that today we accept it as an obligation. So then there should be also with Tehillah Dabi, we should say Ashrei together with that. Yeah. Also, another question is, why shouldn't Tehillah Dabi be applicable by Avis? If you're saying that you Dabi Mairev, even though it's not necessary for drawing down the light, why shouldn't you say Tehillah Why is Tehillah Dabi different than the rest of Mairev? Vav. So we can say the explanation is like this. And here the Rebbe goes into a discussion about drawing down things when we have the power to draw down, when we don't have the power to draw down, and when we better mix out of things. So when it comes to things, generally Hashem created the world in a way that we, by doing things from below, we elicit the drawing down of Hashem's light from above. Now, as the Rebbe explains here in the Ha'orah, a little bit later the Rebbe sends to Chelek Dalit, but the Rebbe explains that in many other places, the Rebbe explains a great length that the fact that we mortal beings can elicit a hamshocher from above is also not natural. It's because Hashem invested, Hashem invested into creation, the above creation. Hashem wants us, tachteinim, to get things from Elyonim, not in a way that it's coming of lechem shalbush, it's coming as if unearned, but in a way where there's a, what they call quid pro quo, there's a way that we do corresponding things down below, and so to speak, it triggers things from above. Although, of course, we're, we're finite, Hashem is infinite. But that's the Seder Hashem created in the world. Then there are things that the Seder Hashem created in the world is that they're higher from being able to elicit them. They, they speak to a level of bleak vul that we can't reach. So about those things that are higher than Aveda Sodom, higher than the service of man should be able to elicit them. And they, therefore, become automatically from Hashem. Even when we say they become automatically, it means that they become, once the person has done the proper introduction, proper preparations, and prepared himself and prepared the environment to be a recipient of these amshachas, then they come. But generally speaking, there are two kinds of drawing downs. In other words, again, we said that in general, Hashem creates a scenario where we can draw down the light from above because He so willed it. Then there are things where we can't draw it down. It's too high, but nonetheless, we know that we can't just sit back and do nothing. We have to prepare, and then it comes automatically. But in that level, there's two levels. Aleph. There's the Madrega that's higher totally than Avedis Adam. 
whatever you do, you can't have any effect on it. Like by Kriyas Yamsuf, Hashem said, you be silent. There shouldn't be as darfni zankin tefillah, there shouldn't be any tefillah. Because the Melchama that Hashem is doing at Kriyas Yamsuf is from such a level that Aveda Sa'adam, the service of man, is not relevant. You know what? <laughs> Listen to this. Says the Rebbe in brackets, on the contrary. Sometimes the service of man literally makes a disturbance to the whole thing. Can't resist going here into the into the into the uh, footnote twenty-five. Look at the Zayar and the Tera'ir and so on. That says If you guys try and awaken something from above, you're going to limit Hashem's drawing down of arousal from above. According to your limited parameters that you're that, that you're asking about, and the Rebbe says it could be there's two aspects of this. Aleph, maybe the whole thing will be drawn down only according to your limited aspirations, and base, maybe even if it's being drawn down from Hashem beyond what you can reach, maybe by talking up when it's coming down, you're going to limit it to the way you're asking. So whatever the case is, <laughs> be quiet. Don't say anything. You're creating. Sometimes we think, I can't hurt to say something. Yes, it could. Shem's bringing this himself. Shmai, be careful, be quiet. That's one level. Then there's another level. That's Madregas levels where the Avedas Adam, the service of man, is relevant. However, in what way is it relevant? It's not relevant in a way of oblig- obligation, it's voluntary. In other words, what the man, what person does is not in order to create and draw down. The arousal from above, the amshacha, drawing down from above. Because if human intervention and human effort would be able to do it, so then it would be an obligation to do it. It goes together. If you're able to draw it down through your Aveda, then you have to draw it down through your Aveda. It's not, uh, life is not uh, optional. Well, no, if you're able to, you've got to do it. So when we say to Shush, you don't have to, it's because anyway, what you're doing is not really going to achieve it. So why? But we don't tell you be quiet. We say no. In order that the hamshach, in order that this drawing down, that comes, generally speaking, in a way of gift from above, in order it should achieve its achievement down below in a proper way, in shleimos, in a wholesome way, you better daven. It's coming from its own. But you want it to have a guided landing. You want it to achieve wholesomeness and brach in a proper way? Daven. Square brackets here. The explanation that the Tzamech Tzedek brings is the, the, the dogma. The example that somebody brings is mentioning Tal. You know that we mentioned you all the time. Now there's no obligation really. There's other nuschais that when it's summer, if you have nuschai, you say, thanking Hashem for bringing down to you. Nusach Ashkenaz doesn't say and then go Why don't you have to? Because the Chacham didn't obligate us to mention you, because you never stops. Geshem is something that is elicited that requires our prayers. Not Tal. Tal is always from heaven. Nonetheless, Chazal told us, Imbala Haskir Maskir. Gemara says in Titus, if you want to mention it, we do in our Nusach, you mention it. Why? Because it's not like what we said before, Kriyas Yamsov, that be quiet. You can mess things up. No. Because even you, you want it, it should come in a way of brachas. You want it, it should come in a way of bracha. Mention it. Daven for it. And that's why. Tfilas Maidav is in a way of Rishus. <laughs> All those things that we pray for, even though we're not listening to them. Why, why, what does it mean? They're voluntary. Because we're talking about something here that's higher than the service of man. 
And it's a concept of Rishus voluntary. You can't force, so to speak, that this hamshacha, that this, uh, this light should be elicited. And therefore it's not an obligation. If you can't achieve it, you're not obligated to doing it. However, you are suggested, you want it to be wholesome, go for it. Just like, again, like the Moshe of Tal, where some Nuschais don't mention the dew during summer, because you don't have to. Others say, no, let's mention it, because we'll bring a bracha. That's why, similarly, when we talk about Philosmaire, being Rishus being optional, even though the Yichod, even though what needs to be drawn down, what comes achieved, doesn't need our Tfila to do it. However, there is room, Chacham said, with Philos Arvis, there is place to actually say a tefillah, because the tefillah is going to be that the yichod, this drawing down, should be in a bracha, in a blessed way. And, or or kayetzim is a similar concept. That doesn't go into exactly what the tefillah achieves, but generally, again, it's, it's going to guide and, and, and make the tefillah somehow more effective. Even though the tefillah, even though what you're drawing down is not your achievement. Zayin. According to this, we can understand why this is only applicable to Mairiv, but it doesn't apply to saying Tehillah Ludovic. In other words, what we've explained, because you could ask, if we're saying, okay, you don't have to say Mairiv, whatever is achieved through Mairiv is being drawn down on its own, but say it anyway, it should be a bracha, so why doesn't that include Ashrei? You should also have Ashrei Mairiv. The reason there's a difference between Ashrei and Mairiv in general. Now we're going to say a difference between Mairiv and Ashrei. The concept of saying Tila David that Samach Tzadik explains is that it arouses the madrig, it arouses the, the level. Tehillah Ledovit has a power to awaken, touch, and awaken from the place that the, 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 the arousal for the unification of Zun begins. It's a very deep level. So therefore we understand that saying that doesn't have any place in mind. Why? Because why are we davening? We said, why do we dav mairiv, even though it's not obligatory, that the, 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 the light is coming down anyway? Because we want to make sure that the effect of this yichud, the effect of the light that's being drawn down, it should be, so to speak, once it comes out from Hashem, we want to make sure it's guided down here and it settles in a way of bracha. However, when we talk about Tilal David, Tilal David, its whole definition of Tilal David is to elicit, or we can't elicit. Tilal David is something that's usually done in order to achieve in order to create that drawing down. We just said, admire, that's, not, that's not our role, so therefore you don't say it. Ches says, that's only nigla That's why, Tzavach Tzedek says, if your whole Tfilas Mairiv is only obligation, you don't say it, no reason to say Ashrei. Even if you hold, I, it's Rishus, and you do have a Mairiv Rishus, so why don't you say also Ashrei Rishus? No, Ashrei is, is about eliciting. Doesn't doesn't belong to Ma'ariv. That's Nigliter. However, remember the Rebbe's father seemed to say that the Tfilas, the third Ashrei, is corresponding to Ma'ariv. So in other words, Ashrei does have some kind of a connection to Ma'ariv. How? We just said Ashrei is about listening, and Ma'ariv, we don't need to listen this this light because we say it's Rishus. Yes, so that's Nigliter. Nigliter, there's three levels that are connected: Hashem, Yisrael, Eirayisakutchbrichu. Yisrael, Teira, and Hashem. Each of those has multiple levels, but generally speaking, we speak about the level of the revealed levels and the hidden levels, Sosim. So the revealed level of Yisrael connects to the revealed level of Teira to the revealed level of Hashem. The revealed, the Sosim, the hidden level 
and all those are also a chain from each other. So the hidden levels of Torah correspond to the hidden levels of Hashem. So when we talk about and in Sphiris, the, the Galia, the revealed levels of Torah, is Chitzenius, is the outer, so to speak, level. And in Sphiris, that's Keser. So, to make this Yichud of Ashrei, Yichud is all about Pneumius. So when you talk about Nigla, you can't reach. In, in Nigla, you say, sorry, don't say Ashrei, because, because Ashrei is going to talk about Touching, because uh, we're talking about how to how to deal with the yichud that's coming down, in a way of nigla. In a way of nigla, I can't achieve anything by by saying Asha. However, we talk about the inner workers of Torah, which that reaches, so to speak, to the level that's called sosim of kuchabrichul, the hidden levels of Hashem, pnimius akeser in sviras pnimius akeser. So there, Pnimi Satera tells us that Aveda can also have some achievement even in the inner level of Yichud. In other words, even in Ashrei, which by definition is an inner Yichud, we could still also have an effect there. However, the Aveda in those levels is not in a way of Chayv, not a way of an obligation. It's a way of Rishus, a way of voluntary. Why? Because the, 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 even though Aveda Sa'adam touches there, it's not Shaykh that Aveda Sa'adam should achieve the, and elicit the air. So the Aveda is not in a way of obligation, which, again, once you say obligation means I can draw it down, so I must draw it down. No. It's a doing that makes me connected to that deep level of Yichud, but it's not actually eliciting it. So from Nigla the Torah, I have, no, I have no reason to say Ashrei in, in the evening, in Tfilas Arvis, because it's a shus, I can only, the whole Tfilas Arvis is all about, once it's elicited, how does it get channeled in a, in a bracha way. In, 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 Ashrei is about the Pnimi, it's about eliciting, I, I have no, nothing to do there. Pnimi Satera says, no, we even, in Pnimi Sakesa, we also, the Pnimi Savisol, Pnimi Satera, reaches Pnimi Sakesa, we also can have a relationship with that. We can't draw it down, so it's still Rishos, but we can have a relationship. And therefore, because we still have a relationship in that, Pnimi Satera will say, don't be quiet. You still should say Tehil al-David in, in Mairev. However, what he's saying is that the saying of Tfilas, um, Tehil al-David in Mairev is only for giving Shvacha. Begin Shvacha, it's about giving praise to Hashem, which is similar to the concept of Mairev being Rishos. In other words... It's not in order to elicit and create the drawing down of Mizaynas, for example, the drawing down of Hashem's um, um, of, 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 of sustenance from Hashem. It's a Hilal Veshevach from the Mebishtan. It's a praise of Hashem. And in order to... Again, so it's... It, it, yes, it touches, so to speak. It reaches that deep level of Pnimi, but it's not in a way that it's drawing down. It's in a way that it touches in a way that, that praises it but not actually elicits or draws from it. So in order to emphasize that this saying of Tehillah David is merely an Indian of Rishus, that it's not like Tehillah David in Shachas Mincha, so that's why, where did they put it? Not in Meir, they put it by Shachas. Why? Again, because Tehillah's Meiriv, although it doesn't elicit the Yichud, but it 
but it has a strong effect on where the yichud is going to go, where the drawing down for the yichud is going to go. Saying ashrei means you're talking about affecting the pnimius of yichud. We, we can't really do that, so in nigla we don't say it. In this we say you say it because you can't achieve the drawing down of it, but you can definitely touch it, so to speak. You reach that level. So that's what we say it in shachas, why? We say, where do we say it? And here's the Rebbe's learning that the, the, the Tehillah of the of Mairiv, corresponding to Mairiv, is actually being said first. You wouldn't think that. You would think it's, it's, it's the second time in, in, in Shachas, perhaps. No, we're saying it first, before Shemin Ezra. Ah, we could say, Yeshlema, that the Koyach, the power to be able to praise Hashem with Tehillahs, with Tishbachas, with praises, even before we daven, Shemina Esra and Shachris, this is taken from the Yichud that we do in Mayri beforehand. By the way, this is by, by reframing this and saying that the Tehillah of the Ashray before Ishtabach is actually corresponding to the missing Ashray of the night before, this, says the Rebbe in Square Brackets, will help us understand something else. Zoya says that Parnosa. Parnosah, your sustenance, your own human sustenance should not, is not appropriate to ask for only after davening and speaking about the sustenance of the Master of Hashem. Now it's after saying Amida, first praising Hashem in the, in, in the Shemina Esra, then you can say the Ashrei, which speaks about Peseach Esadech, which speaks about the Parnosah of the world. That's why we say Tehillah David after Shemina Esra in the morning. Right? I by Mincha. Why do we say it before before uh, before davening? It's because after the time of Mincha, it's not appropriate to be saying Tehillah. It's a time of Dino Kasha or asking for sustenance. It's a time of harsh Din. You know that starting from late afternoon to, to evening, it's time of Din. Lachay is not understood, says the Rebbe. Tak, uh, you can't ask for Mizaynas after Mincha because it's a time of Dino Kasha. But we didn't we just say the Zerah says you're not allowed to ask for it before you daven Amida? You didn't do Parnosa Damari. You didn't yet speak about the Parnosa of Hashem? Interesting why Amida is called Parnosa Damari. I think because of the because we praise Hashem in, uh, in uh, what you call it, by, by the Amida. Providing, so to speak, Parnosa to Hashem. And only then can we ask for our Parnosa. But in Mincha, you didn't... Okay, you have another reason why you don't want to do it after, after Shemin Esa, because it's time of Gvura, but... You, don't you need the power, Don't you need to first give homage to Hashem before you can say, Parnosa for the world? But according to this, we can understand. And that's because we already davened Shachas. So by davening Shachas, there's already, there's still a Roshim, there's still the effect of the Shemin Esra. And this way you say, Asher, before Mincha. So in other words, it's the way, this way the Rebbe is learning is, the Mairiv Shemin Esra gives you the power to say the Ashrei before Yishtabach. And then the Ashrei after, after Shemena Esra and the Ashrei before Mincha is from the power of, is being introduced by the Parnosa Damari, by the Parnosa of, of the Amida of Shachis. And this is, and this Indian that Samach Tzedek hints at just briefly by saying, Tikno Leimra B'Shachis Beis Pa'amim, that they made the enactment to say in Shachis twice Ashrei, similar to the concept that Yaakov redeems Avram. In other words, Tiferes has a, bl- a bent, Tiferes Matek Lapi Chesed, the Tiferes bends towards Chesed. How, what is he being Meramas? He's being Meramas, the connection of Tehillah Lidavid in Shachis to Tfilas Mayrim, as way the Rebbe is learning here, that it's the one that Shachis to Mayrim is the one before, before Yishtabach.
the Horus, the Rebbe says um, that it seems that um, okay, perhaps I'll make another note about, about what's going on in the Horus here. For now, for the, the, the Pneum of the Sikhel, that's it. That's the Sashem Yisbarach.